What's going on, lovely people? Welcome into the show. You're tuned in with Fred and Dre, and this is the Flea Flicker Show. All right, what's going on, Fred? Not much, Adrian. Uh, good week in football, I guess. Uh, we both went pretty, had pretty solid outings in terms of our picks, but uh, Eagles won, Giants lost. So good for me, bad for you, but uh, yeah. we'll get into it. We'll get into it into more details as we talk. Yeah. Um... Yeah, this week was a fun one. There were a couple uh, overtime games, uh, a little quarterback drama going on in the league, and uh, the Eagles and Niners remain undefeated. Um, good for you, I guess. <laughs> the Dolphins lost, so that was bad for me and our pick. But we'll get into that when we get into it. For now, let's head to Thursday night football. The Lions headed to Lambeau Field with the Packers. Uh, it was Love's second game as the Packers' starting quarterback in Lambeau. And uh, the Packers fans were pretty excited to see it, but uh, it ultimately didn't end too well. The Lions took it 34 to 20. Um, yeah, the Packers O line was uh, was kind of rough for Love out there in yeah. this one. What what do you think of it, man? Yeah, I think they're really missing the guys that are injured out there, and mm-hmm. um, they really embodied the whole cheesehead uh, cheesehead mentality there because their def- the offensive line looked like Swiss cheese. There there were so many <laughs> so many holes in that line. Uh, the defense too. I mean, the lines were able to do whatever they wanted. So their defense looked like Swiss cheese. They're just embodying the entire cheesehead mentality and, um, not in a good way, not in a good way. Uh, <laughs> they, there's a lot of holes there. Uh, I think they're a good team. There's just a lot of room to grow and both on defense and offense. Uh, it really shows the depth that position that the good teams have, uh, to be able to have a couple guys go down and be able to have the next, next man up mentality. Yeah, Montgomery looked really good in his return. 120 Montgomery yards, looks nasty. three touchdowns. Montgomery, yeah, he, he killed really me in two leagues. Killed me. <laughs> killed me. Um, but yeah, their usage of Gibbs is kind of startling. It kind of makes you wonder why they got rid of Swift if they're not really using yeah. Gibbs like they would use for a high draft pick. So that's uh, a little little puzzling. Yeah, it's a little weird. I thought the return of uh, Jones and Watson to the Packers offense would have helped in this one but the o-line just without bakhtiari and jenkins they couldn't do anything five sacks it was rough for him yeah it was rough for a lot of offenses offensive lines this week there were a lot of sacks that were uh that were made yeah well let's move to sunday 9 30 a.m game in london god save the king now um yeah the jags took this one 23 to 7 over the falcons uh, it was kind of like I said, I, I thought the Jags were going to do good in their home, even though you did mention that they haven't in the past. Yeah, but, uh, uh, but now they're 500. So they're five and five now at home. Um, but they took care of business. There was a, it was a jolly good beat down there for the for the Jags. And uh, what can you say? They took care of business on their unofficial home away from home. And it was good to see Ridley get involved again. Um, he's mm-hmm. a little slow after the first game. And uh, I think he really is the X factor in that offense. And uh, you got to wonder if Zay Jones being out the last two or three games really impacts them as well. Cause I mean, he's another red zone target. That's not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the Jags defense actually showed up in this one um, and the offense, they, they did pretty good, but defensively uh, Josh Allen had three sacks in this one. He looked pretty good out there. I want you to imagine right now, if they picked Aiden Hutchinson over Trayvon Walker, if they had Hutchinson and Allen back there, Whoa. Yeah. Trayvon Walker did have a sack in this one, but Hutchinson just looks way he better. He doesn't look bad, but Hutchinson looks like one of the best rushers in the NFL. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, I mean, the, on the Falcon side, though, like on offense, 
there isn't really much there outside of Bijan. Bijan is the offense. And outside of him, there's nothing mm-hmm. there. Um, they they have pieces. They have Kyle Pitts. They have London. Uh, Matt Collins isn't bad in his own right. But, I mean, Mr. Ritter is not the guy. Like, he's no. not the guy to get it done. Uh, you got to imagine they're going to be in the QB sweepstakes this year because this draft isn't loaded. I'd like, I'd personally like to see, uh, I don't know if they'll get there to the top pick, but I'd like mm-hmm. to see Williams there. I think he'd be really fun in the mm. offense, uh, along with, uh, with Shea Sanders and Phoenix. Yeah, dude, Ritter stunk it up. He threw two picks, including a pick six. Just give up on him, man. I really just want to see Heineke in this offense. Yeah. He'd yeah. be exciting at least. He would not be afraid to throw it to the guys no he won he won games for the for the commanders last year and he he'd be very fun he'd be exciting to play there and he he lays it all out for his team and yeah uh, i think sanders would be a really cool option there just because his dad played for the falcons so kind of having him yeah having him back there and keeping the the sanders line in in atlanta would be pretty cool dude i like that i'm gonna steal i'm gonna steal your take on that for my (laughs) video later (laughs) yeah but yeah, did you hear, speaking of Caleb Williams, did you hear what he apparently said recently? About what, about the draft? Yeah. No. Yeah. He, uh, he said, uh, he said, USC, I'm already getting paid the big bucks. Like, I'm not going to leave for the NFL unless I know where I'm going and I, I I want to be there. And he named like five teams that he would play for. I'm like, damn, this guy. Were the Falcons one of them? <laughs> I don't think so. I'd have to look again. I think it was, it was like the 49ers, the Giants. Um, and then some the the Vikings were one of them. I don't remember the other Cowboys. The Cowboys were one of them. It was like kind of random teams, in my opinion. But yeah, uh, I don't teams know. that likely won't be in position to pick him yeah. at the top of the draft. So yeah, it's nice. Like oh, I want to go to this team that's already a good team. It's like well, they already have a quarterback probably. Yeah. So <laughs> um, it'd be crazy if he didn't come out. It'd be, that'd be wild. But that is that is a factor that people have to look at now, right? With uh, the new NIL deals, these top quarterbacks, these top athletes, they're making tons of money in in college yeah they're already millionaires um, yeah they're making two three five million dollars in college and that that aspect of going pro isn't necessarily the icing on the cake for them they have, they have mm-hmm. really the say and the ball's in their court on where they want to go yeah it's pretty crazy it'll be interesting to see in the future for sure yeah um let's move to the 1 p.m games though Let's start with our game of the week. Uh, it didn't quite turn out to be the game that I thought it was going to be, or anyone really, I don't think. The The Buffalo Bills versus the Dolphins. Uh, Buffalo took care of business. They won 48-20 to 20 in this one, and uh, their defense just, they came to work, and they showed off. Um, Allen and Diggs went off like, like I said they were going to. Uh, Josh Allen was near perfect, 320 yards and four tutties and a rushing touchdown. Diggs had 120 and three touchdowns. They even got Gabe Davis involved. They still took some touchdowns away from your mm. guy, James Cook, which I think yeah. just might be a thing at this point. Yeah, James Cook, he's he's clearly good. He gets a lot of yardage every game. He gets a lot of usage. But in, in the red zone, they don't use him. Um, yeah. But I don't know if it's because he's, he's not huge. He's not a really big guy, but um, – you got to imagine that he has the skill set to to hammer it in, but uh, yeah, Josh Allen and the, the Bills they made a splash and uh, they contained Hill. They contained Hill for the most part, and if you can contain him, you can really slow down the, the Dolphins' offense. And uh, it really sucks for them that Tre'Davious White is out for the year. Uh, I yeah. think that's gonna. I think their defense is still gonna be solid, but it's not gonna be the powerhouse that it is. He's a phenomenal cornerback, but. Mm-hmm. They really showed that, like, even a high-powered offense like the Dolphins, um, 
Dolphins can't swim against the current and a dominant defense can stop a high power offense. So uh, as good as the Dolphins offense is, uh, it can always be tested depending on the opponent. Yeah, I agree. Um, the one like real bright spot for this game for the Dolphins was a chain. I think he he might be here to stay for him. He had a hundred over a hundred yards and two touchdowns. He had a big 55 yard run. I don't know if you saw that. That was impressive. He's, his breakaway speed is huge, and yes. the offense, the Dolphins' offense is made on speed, and Fastest he fits team that offense be. perfectly. So, um, yeah, his, his just breakaway ability is massive. His big playability, just every play can be a breakaway. Um, it, it's it's crazy. Yeah, we'll see about the Finns though. This this game does worry me a little bit. I don't know if their defense is going to be good enough to make like a deep playoff run. The Bills dropped forty eight on them. They, yeah. I don't. Yeah, and that's we'll always see. been my concern with them. Their offense is really good. Um, it's it's the, it's the best show on turf right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like the, the Kurt Warner Rams, but um, it's their defense. Their defense can't really contain teams. So it's like if they face the the Bills, the four the Forty Niners, the Chiefs, the Eagles, these offenses that can really put up points, can they contain them? Yeah, yeah, that's that's gonna be. We'll see. We'll see yeah. with some of their big games this season. Hopefully yeah. they can get better because I really do want to see that offense in in the big playoff games, you know? Yeah. But let's move. We're going to go to Carolina. The Vikings came to town. Um, both these teams were struggling a lot. Somebody had to win it. The Vikings took care of business. They won 21-13 to 13 in a pretty close game. I thought the Vikings were going to win this easy, uh, more easily, but Bryce Young actually didn't look bad in this one. I thought he did pretty decent uh he just couldn't really find the end zone um yeah i don't know what 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 do you want to say about this game yeah man that's really what it's about though right it's about finding the end zone and uh i mean one of their touchdowns that they had in the 14 points they did have was a defensive uh a defensive touchdown so the offense still really couldn't get anything Mm. going against a bad defense so the vikings were able to get in the win column finally and um the panthers they they look more like kittens than a jungle cat. And uh, it, it's, <laughs> I like it. It's uh, I don't know if Bryce is the guy. Um, yeah. I, I, I was kind of skeptical, skeptical on him going into the season. Uh, and there, it's really out against him for his, his stature. Uh, he's mm-hmm. under 200 pounds, under six feet tall without exceptional athleticism. It's really hard for him to make a, make his name in the NFL. And um, he's very smart. A very smart quarterback makes great reads, but it, it's there's only so much that a smart quarterback can do. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And it doesn't look any better that what the other two uh, rookie yeah. quarterbacks I mean, have been doing and, so far. Stroud and Richardson are playing like seven year veterans. They're they're <laughs> playing great. Um, but Kurt Kurt is putting up MVP numbers this year, so that can't be overlooked by the fact that the Vikings' record is one and three now. His numbers mm-hmm. this year so far are staggering. They're they're amazing. That offense is huge. And if they can get some more wins and be like a nine and eight team, he can make an MVP push. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. The only thing against him right now, though, is he he does have a lot of turnovers. He's making some big time mistakes. That's always kind of been his thing, though. Mm-hmm. Just kind of mistake prone when when the game's on the line type thing. Yeah. Um. He, he is going to be a free agent. I don't, we probably don't have to talk about that yet. It's really early in the season, but I don't know. If they keep losing like this, they could be looking to replace him at the end of yeah. the year. 
Yeah, that, and they kind of go into the the talk of could they trade Kirk Cousins to mm. somebody, uh, a team that needs a quarterback and doesn't have one, but is still a solid team. So somebody I'm looking at, like the Patriots, um, there are a lot of pieces mm. there, but Mac Jones isn't the guy. So uh, could Kirk Cousins be someone that can excel in the Patriots offense? And um, and there's a few teams like that. And we'll, we'll get into it, but yeah. Yeah, maybe like week six, we can talk about some trade candidates or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, for now, let's move to Chicago. Uh, the Broncos went to Chicago in a game that somebody had to win because uh, these two <laughs> have not looked good at all. Uh, this was a really up and down game. We thought the Bears were going to take it early, and then they kind of just fell apart like they've been doing, unfortunately, for Bears fans. Then the Broncos came they just came back and uh and took it 31 to 28 sean payton first win as a bronco in an all-time classic poop bowl um <laughs> yeah russ cooked in the second half uh they were down 28 to 7 russ threw 223 yards and three touchdowns to 10 different receivers it was a pretty solid game for him after they started coming back yeah um yeah, I don't know. Javante Williams uh, got hurt in this one. Hopefully, he's not too banged up. But his backup did pretty well, though. Yeah, Jaleel, Jaleel McLaughlin. He looked pretty solid in relief. He had like ten yards per carry, which is pretty. He looked wild. better than Williams has. <laughs> yeah, Williams <laughs> hasn't hasn't been looking too great. So yeah, this was um this was an interesting game. I mean, I had Fields as my comeback, one of my comeback players this week, and uh as one of my must start quarterbacks and he proved that he was able to come out and smart pick uh, put up a performance this was a, a get right game for him and but then the offense just kind of stalled out um yep. they put up 28 points quick and he was perfect on the day he hadn't missed a pass and then they just did nothing after that so mm. uh it was crazy that he also got cole Komet involved so cole Komet yeah. had a massive day and i faced a guy in fantasy that had uh cole Komet fields and Russell Wilson in a two QB league. And it was like, <laughs> these three have done nothing all year and then they face me and they do phenomenal. And it's like, all right, whatever. Classic. Um, but yeah, this game happens. was, uh, it may have been a battle on the field, but it was more like a, a struggle for mediocrity. Uh, mm. In the end, the Broncos just proved they suck less. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> the Bears are on pace to have the one and two pick because of they're they're having the Panthers pick. So that could be, that could really shake up the draft. I mean, Fields yeah. is, seems to be the guy they want to roll with. So you could see that number one pick getting traded again. Hmm. And get more number one picks. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll have three for number one picks next year. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fields, he threw four touchdowns in this one over 300 yards. Like you said, really good first like half. Yeah. And then went downhill and DJ Moore, 131 yards in a tutty. He did good too. Herbert, hundred yards in a tutty. They look good in the first half. But yeah, both these teams kind of stink. Let's push. We're gonna go. Yeah, you gotta to... wonder if, uh, real quick, just to touch it. You gotta wonder if it was a tank job. If they were like, Ooh. yeah, like, wait a minute, we're winning. Wait a minute, we're <laughs> winning. We can't win. We have to. We have to guarantee that we get that first pick. There's a lot of bad teams this year, so <laughs> don't win. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be that's that's something to think about. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe. But let's push to Cleveland. Um, yeah, the Ravens came to town. I thought this was going to be a really good game. I think we both thought it was going to be a really good, like, defensive-type game. A lot of injuries. Neither of us thought Deshaun Watson was going to miss this one. Um, that definitely affected the game. The Ravens ended up kind of dominating this one, 28-3. to uh, Really unfortunate. 
one thing with Deshaun Watson, he was like a surprise healthy scratch because mm-hmm. he was actually medically cleared to play, but he said that he didn't like he he couldn't go. It was his decision because of his shoulder, which I, I respect it, but like at the same time, I don't know. He's getting got it out for your money, team, right? You know? Yeah, that's I don't know. So I don't yeah, know. At the same time, like he's the quarterback's the leader. Um, the quarterback's yeah. expected to, if they can play, to play. Um, the team really takes after the quarterback's guidance, and if the quarterback is sitting out when they're deemed healthy to play, it's it's kind of a question as to to where their leadership is and where their head is headspace is for the team. And um, while you do respect him being conscious of his own body, you got to wonder how devoted is he. Yeah, yeah, good point for sure. I, I thought when I heard Watson was out, I I, I kind of got a little excited because I really like Dorian Thompson Robinson DTR, uh, but he looked rough in his first start. He yeah. just looked like the game was a little too fast for him. He's a you know rookie first game. It makes sense, but yeah, he threw three picks and just couldn't get anything going uh, offensively. It was a good defense though, so I mean, it's a tough first start for him. Yeah, the Ravens. The Ravens came out with a W, pretty commanding W. But yeah, you can't forget that sometimes a little luck can be like as refreshing as, I know, a beer or a glass of lemonade on a hot summer day. So, uh, facing a rookie QB in his first start, and he wasn't a high profile QB coming out of college. Uh, it's they lucked into that situation here. Um, it's a lot like just finding a fourth pullover for the Ravens, and yeah. Yeah, Lamar lucked into a situation that is beneficial to them. So, I'm sorry, what'd you say there? They lucked into a situation that was beneficial to them. Yeah, 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 for sure. I agree with you there. Um, yeah, Lamar, he had four total touchdowns, two of them going to Mark Andrews. He looked pretty good in one that I kind of talked poop on him <laughs> going into it. I think I said that earlier. I'm not sure if we were recording yet, but yeah, yeah. let's. We'll see if they get some of those guys hurt back too. They definitely need some guys if they want to keep it up. But yeah, I'm not Ravens. sold. I'm not sold on the Ravens though. Um, I think that this was just a situation where it was a, a lucky circumstance for them, and because of their injuries and I, Lamar has played very well this year, but I'm not sold on them as a whole. Yeah, I'm not either. But but that division in general has been very disappointing. So they could still make the playoffs. Yeah. Um. Speaking of that division, let's push to Houston where the Steelers came to town. And this was a shocking game for me. Um, for you, not for me. Not for you, for me. <laughs> I thought the Steelers defense was going to come to town and show C.J. Stroud that he is still a rookie. C.J. Stroud did not care at all, though. The Texans no. took this one 30-6. to six. Kenny Pickett looked rough out there, and C.J. Stroud looked great. It's a tale of two draft classes right there. Um Kenny Pickett also got hurt in this one with a knee injury, so let's hope he's okay. Yeah, let's them. hope he's okay because Mitch Trubisky is, is is not somebody you want as your quarterback. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you 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 like Stroud? What you want to tell me about him or on this team? Yeah, I'm really high on Stroud. Um, I mean, he's a rookie and he's he's not showing it. Uh, he he came in, uh, he might be new to the league, but man, has he shined so far and. Uh, he's playing at an elite level early on. Uh, he's one of the top passers in the league as far as uh, passing yards and his connection with really all of his receivers. He's con- mm-hmm. He has a good connection with Woods, with Collins, with with Tank Dell, and they have other weapons in Mechie and Hutchinson who yep. he should be good for a while. Uh, most of them are young except for Woods. So, um, yeah, Texans took Steelers to the rodeo and showed them a wild red. 
Yeah, it was, it's surprising how good the Texans are, like, off the bat with Stroud. He threw for three hundred over 300 yards and two touchdowns, and he still has not thrown an interception in his career yet. That's insane. Like, if, I, if he was going to throw an interception, I thought it would be against the Steelers. Yeah, um, they're really good defense, and he just – What, is, what does he have, 11 TDs with no interceptions now? I believe that's correct. It's It's – yeah, it's crazy. Whatever the number is, it's it's the fastest start of any QB in NFL history for touchdowns without throwing an interception. So yeah, he's on I pace saw the for graphic. greatness so far. I saw the graphic of him up there with like Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, a bunch of Hall of Famers. <laughs> yeah, so uh, early signs are pointing to uh, a really good QB pick for the, for the Texans. Yeah, I'm pumped. The Texans... Did you see the spicy Singletary uh, touchdown, Devin Singletary through the through the TD? Yeah, trick yeah, play. I have, uh, I have Stroud in a few leagues, and I was like, "Oh damn it, uh, a Singletary <laughs> TD!" Yeah, like, why can't this be another touchdown for Stroud? But yeah, Demeco Ryan's has this team humming, a fun and up up and coming team after years of turmoil. Uh, yeah, they're turning a uh, they're turning the corner, and uh, they could be a sneaky playoff team. They certainly are, and they're young too. So. There's a lot of room to grow. Yeah, wide open and division. Stroud's doing it with a bad offensive line. So that that's definitely something to point out because yeah, tons of teams don't really function well if they don't have a good offensive line. So Wild. Yeah, Caleb Williams, look at this. He went to a bad team and he's doing great. So Yeah. Um, yeah, we didn't really talk about the Steelers too much. It was just a rough game for them. It was a bad game for them. They got a lot of, a couple injuries coming out of this. Fryermuth as well, uh, is Pickett. Oh yeah. Are both injured. So it's really just Pickens that is going to be thrown to from, uh, Trubisky if Trubisky starts. And yeah, Pickett uh, can't go. I might have to bench Pickens in most of my leagues. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to drop him for Josh Dobbs in one of my leagues right now. That's crazy. Never would have thought that. Um, let's push to an overtime game, Indianapolis, the Rams went to Indianapolis and, uh, it was a really good game. It surprised me. Um, the Rams did come out with it in overtime, 29 to 23, Matt Stafford got rolled up on and hurt his hip, but he, he plays through it. Like he always does. He's a beast out there. Take um, notes to Sean Watson. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. Anthony Richardson. He was fun in his return. Three total touchdowns. Uh, yeah, 24 to nothing comeback uh, opportunity for Richardson, but they just fell short in the overtime with who other than Puka Nakua. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was, game was a wild ride. Rams came out to the early lead and we're, we're up big early and uh, it looked like it was going to be a blowout. But I mean, Ant mm-hmm. is good and he proved just like Stroud. He's a capable quarterback as a rookie and um Got the comeback there for them. I'm I'm pretty confident in the, the Colts offense. I, I think Steichen's a very good coach, but uh Puka man, Puka's a handful. He's good. He's I, so freaking good. I can't um, wait to see him and and Coop in the same offense. They're like the same player. Like <laughs> uh they're like the same exact player. So having those two guys in the offense together plus two two, like that's gonna be a lethal passing attack. Um I don't want to see them next week. I'm happy that <laughs> Cooper is not playing for them next week, but he's starting practicing this week, but he's not expected to play. So um, mm. I'm happy Soon. we don't have to deal with both of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw a graphic uh, after the game where Puka Nakua 
is up there with like career um, receptions along with uh, Cooper cup and uh, Calvin Johnson. And then it was like, these were all uh, Matt Stafford's receivers. I was like, Stafford loves his number ones. <laughs> He's the wide receiver maker. He's the king. Yeah. Maker. I mean, think about so, it. Kenny Galladay. I mean, you're familiar with him and he was phenomenal with Detroit, but stunk it up for yeah. the Giants. So, um, Matt Stafford is the kingmaker for receivers, apparently. Yeah. So I wonder if, if when Coop comes back, if Puka's going to get way less, though. I don't know. I think he'll definitely see a decrease in targets. I don't yeah. think he's going to see a ton less because Cooper rides a lot out of the slot, uh, and Puka is on the outside. So mm. um, I don't think they're going to really interfere too much with each other's production. I think that Tutu will get affected more than than Puka, but. Um, we'll see. We'll see how yeah. it goes. I'm I'm just pumped to see them both in the same offense. Yeah. I think this and is definitely a playoff team. I think they are too. Um, and I wasn't high on them coming to the season and mm-hmm. they're very fun same. to watch. These could both be playoff teams. The Colts possibly, possibly in that division. Yeah. I mean, that division looks like Texans and Colts right now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's push to New Orleans. The Bucks came to town against the Saints. I thought it was going to be a good game. I, I didn't think Derek Carr was going to play, to be honest, though. He he kind of toughed it out with that shoulder injury. I really I really think he should have sat because uh, he didn't look too great out there. The no. Bucks ended up taking it 26 to 9 in uh, not a very close game. Yeah, um, kind of staying with the shoulder injury situation, like uh, like Deshaun Watson sat out on his, uh, and it very well could have been a similar situation to the Saints game where mm. uh, if he played it, he could have looked just like Derek Carr did. And I, I still have faith in Carr uh, throughout yeah. the season, but um, man, he, he just did not look healthy. He did not look good. And uh, the Bucks came to play. They were they were clearly on, I mean, Baker's clearly on the same page with his receivers. It sucks yeah. that Evans got hurt, but mm. um, Godwin stepped up and they, they do have, uh, some weapons there. They have a pretty decent rookie there as well, so they they should stay stay in shape. Yeah, Evans left with a hammy. Hopefully, he'll be fine. Um, I thought Jameis Winston should have started this one. One a funny stat I saw: Jameis Winston threw one pass, and it was an interception. <laughs> God damn it, Jameis Winston! Yeah, I kind of I kind of <laughs> wanted Jameis to to get the start as well. I wanted to see him go against his old team, so. Yeah, that would. Uh, it's always a fun thing when guys can get like a revenge game. Yeah, yeah. Bucks have command of that division for now. We'll see if they can maintain it. But let's move to your team, Philadelphia. The Commanders came to down, and uh, yeah, it's always a good game, I guess, between these two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said in our uh, in our talk last week, it, it could have been a trap game um, because we always struggle with with Washington. Doesn't matter who's quarterback, whether it's Cousins, Heineke. Um, or how we didn't struggle with Carson once, but, um, Alex Smith. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, we struggled with Washington and, uh, we did a claw our way out of this one, but we're able to, and thanks to the leg of, uh, Jake Elliott. So, um, the Eagles, I will say do need to have more urgency early. The offense is consistently slow to start the games and, mm-hmm. um, the do defense you, uh... can't seem to put everything together each week. Uh, one week they're really, like every week they're really good against the run, but the secondary is kind of hit or miss each week. But we'll see. Do you think it could be them like the players getting used to the new coordinators in both sides? 
I think so. Um, yeah. It's a completely different. I mean, like uh, uh, on defense, they're blitzing significantly more than they did under Gannon. Uh, they're set up completely differently, and I, I like how it's set up. I like the aggressiveness that, that we have on defense. I think it's more fun to watch for sure. Um, on offense, I think that's really the biggest thing. I think it's Hertz has to get Hertz is trying to get on page with with Brian Johnson, and he's not there at this point. Uh, he had two years under Steichen, so um, mm-hmm. I think it'll get there in the second half. He looked really good. Uh, the second half, Hertz looked really good. The offense looked really good. Uh, I mean, AJ Brown went for 175 yards. So it's there. There's something Two there. Teddies. It's just not fully, fully in place yet. And I think it'll get there, but yeah, uh, just depends how long. Yeah, they've been sur- surviving though. They're what four and zero now, even yeah. with uh with their slow start. Yeah, 34 to 31. So OT. Uh, yeah, say, all of them. How? He improved against the pass rush. He looked terrible against yeah. the Bills, and uh, it didn't matter if guys were in his face this week. And he was he was stepping up and making plays. Yeah, I feel like he really showed something against a tough defense in this one. Yeah, yeah. Let's push though. Tennessee, the Bengals came to town against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I thought it might be close, but the Titans ended up kind of dominating them, twenty-seven to three. The Bengals, they might just be bad at this point. I. Yeah, um, you gotta sit Burrow. I mean, Burrow, yes. he's he's clearly not healthy. He's playing through injuries, and it's it's hurting the team. Um, just let him sit, let him get healthy. Because at this point, like him in the offense is like if you have a broken pencil. Yeah, it still works. It can still write, but you can't really do too much with it. Like you're not gonna like, I don't. He's he's not healthy. <laughs> He yeah, has to get right. Not. He has to get Just right. Just let Jake Browning have a game, yeah. or maybe two. I don't know. A game or two. This should have been a game that you could have started him in and yes, been okay. But I mean, Burrow is just not healthy. Uh, and the Titans—they just showed that King Henry can really do everything for them. Um, He's I still mean, there. He threw a touchdown pass. He ran for a touchdown. He King Henry can single-handedly win them games, <laughs> <laughs> and he did. Yeah, that Titans defense is still no joke. They're uh, yeah. they're pretty solid. Um and Tannehill, he's like he's like two-face from 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 Batman at this point cuz this was another like good accurate game for him where he didn't really make mistakes. And then like last week he was terrible. The week before he was solid. The week before that he was like terrible. I don't know if that's going to keep happening, but I hope not for the Titans and Tannehill's sake. <laughs> Yeah, this is yeah, probably the a, last year for him there. He's a day and night quarterback, and you got to imagine this last year. I mean, they have two young quarterbacks there at the system, and they're going to go with one of them. So, um, they they should really get rid of Tannehill because I mean, it doesn't make sense for him to stay there if they don't have playoff and Super Bowl aspirations. Yeah, or or will they add another rookie quarterback in this draft? Uh, they three yeah. three young quarterbacks, three rookie like... quarterbacks. One of them's got a hit, right? <laughs> you got to you just keep throwing those darts. <laughs> All right, let's push to the 4 p.m. games. The first one is in L.A., the Chargers. The Raiders came in, and uh, this was actually a pretty solid game. The Chargers did end up taking it 24-17. to 17. Um, Yeah, Jimmy G didn't start. I thought it no. was going to be Brian Hoyer, but Aiden O'Connell jumped him on the depth rookie. chart. Yeah, the rookie. The rookie that looks like Far- Farva from Super Troopers. Um, <laughs> yeah, he immediately faced pretty overwhelming pressure that forced three turnovers on him 
And uh, yeah, Man, if the Chargers. Can you imagine seeing that guy like on the street? And I would never expect that he that was is an not NFL an quarterback. NFL quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, a firefighter, plumber. right? He's a he's a plumber. <laughs> yeah. I love it though. I love it. He gives all the normal people a shot, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I interrupted you. Con- uh, continue. Uh, well, I don't know. The chargers, they kind of just need Eckler back. I don't know. They, they're winning some games. Josh Palmer was making plays out there in his first game as like the starter. Um, Herbert rushed for two tutties and, uh, won the game. The D yeah. stepped up. Yeah, I mean the the Chargers' offense is still good, but it's not even. It proved that without Mike Williams, it's still a good passing attack. But Eckler is still going to add that additional piece. He adds so much to that offense, and um, it can really hit hit into the next year when when he's there. But uh, their defense, Khalil Mack, six sacks. That's yeah, no Joey Bosa, no problem, right? One away from the record, so um, that that's pretty remarkable. But um, the Raiders, the Raiders are a team that's. A, really weird to me. There's so many pieces on their offense. Um, and they have Devonte Adams, they have Renfro, they have Myers, they have, uh, the rookie mayor for tight end. He's a good, he should be a good tight end. They have, uh, Josh Jacobs at running back. Like they have a lot of pieces. Um, got it. I think, know what like, they're missing. Quarterback head coach, head coach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our buddy, I uh, hate that guy. He sucks. <laughs> Josh, um, actually, is a huge Raiders fan. And he was like, we have to get rid of McDaniels. McDaniels is terrible. Uh, Fire McDaniels. Yeah. Um, But at this point, like without a good head coach and without a quarterback that puts you on that, that next, that next, uh, the next level, it's a lot like you have the pieces for a Ferrari, but it's running with a lawnmower's engine. So Mm. um, without those, those two pieces in place, they can only do so much on offense. And I really want to see them do something because there's a lot of pieces. They could be so exciting. Yeah. Yeah, in I Vegas agree. too. I could see this being a Sanders team. Deion I want this get... to be a. I want this to be a Caleb Williams team. I think that'd be tight. That would be tight with the Raiders. I could just see like Dion and and his son going to Vegas primetime in Vegas. Oh my god! <laughs> They'd have every primetime game. Oh yeah, that that would that would be fun. That would be fun. All right, let's move to uh, two teams that I hate and I don't really want to talk about. Um, <laughs> Dallas. Yeah, the Patriots came to town and uh, Dallas just kind of slapped them around and told them to get the hell out of here. They won 38 to three. I thought this was going to be a better game. But uh, yeah, the Cowboys completely dominated the Pats. They gave Bill Belichick his worst loss of his Hall of Fame career. Mac Jones crumbled under pressure, got benched after two picks, including a pick six. Also a strip sack for another touchdown zero capability against this defense yeah fans fans are probably going to start calling for zappy again at this point i'm going to start calling for will greer personally i'm going to keep just mentioning him maybe he'll get a start this year if i mention him enough times uh yeah this was just another easy win for the cowboys and i freaking hate it yeah um the pats got lassoed and wrangled by the cowboys it was it was a disaster. Um, the, the Cowboys defense was suffocating the Pats offense and uh, the, the Dallas offense didn't really need to be on the field. Uh, yeah. most, half their scoring was from the defense. So literally, uh, Mac Jones is terribly inconsistent. Um, he played this entire game. Like he played the first half against Philly and uh, he's just so frustrating. He's so frustrating to watch. Uh, he's dirty too. 
yeah, a little below the belt action against uh, Sauce Gardner when they when they met up. And uh, you got to wonder, like, what's going to happen in the QB room there for for the Pats? Like, I think they should mm-hmm. go with Will Greer. I agree with you there. I think he's – just see what you have in him. Can he be a yeah. starter? Can he be a solid backup for you? What do, what do you have in him? Um, I think he's more talented than both Mac Jones and I Zappi. Agree. I agree. Zappi is slightly more talented, I think, than Mac Jones, but they're both essentially the same quarterback. Yeah, um, they even look the same. In my but opinion. are they going to be like you have to determine with whether you're the cop, whether you're the Patriots, if they're going to be in the QB sweepstakes in the draft, or mm-hmm. if they're a piece away by just trading for a quarterback, mm-hmm. say maybe trading for Jimmy G, um, or trading for Kirk Cousins. Is that going to put them over the top? Um, or do they need to draft somebody like a JJ McCarthy or Quinn Ewers? Like Ooh. what's their next step? Yeah. Good points. Good points. Um, Mac Jones, I saw I saw a post about him. It was after the Jets game, so it's kind of old, but somebody said that Mac Jones looks like looks like the the bad guy in like every sports movie. <laughs> but yeah. Tale of the Patriots. They're the bad guys. Of course, yeah. Uh, and you have uh, Emperor Palantin there, man in the helm for uh, for the Patriots. So, I mean, yeah, they're going to Bra- be all bad guys. Brady was Vader. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move to San Francisco. The Cardinals came to town, and they put up a bit of a fight, but it, they just didn't have enough against this team. The Niners won it 35-16, to 16, and the Niners are just so talented. It's ridiculous. They... They didn't even really use Debo or the uh, or Kittle in this one, and uh, they still won easy with McCaffrey and Ayuk going off. Ayuk, whatever. Ayuk, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the Cardinals put up a fight. They were they were pretty close for a while. I think yeah. they were within a touch, within one score uh, at one point, and um, pretty good testament out to them. But there's only so much they can do. Uh, I mean, SF is too good uh san francisco's too good of a team and christian mccaffrey's too good i mean he had what, yeah. almost 200 all-purpose yards and three touchdowns like is he the offensive player of the year right now uh, yeah he, he's front runner for it definitely running away with it so um i think the only real competition there is justin jefferson he's on pace mm-hmm. for the best receiving year in history but yeah. um you gotta think cmc is right now I and mean, he's single-handedly keeping not single-handedly but he's the primary reason that the 49ers are where they are right now dangerous he's very dangerous uh brock purdy was like damn near perfect he was 20 for 21 passing he, he i can't like i just can't believe how perfect he he he's like always making the right play he's yeah he's so just, smart uh, with the ball he's doing what he has to do in the offense like the offense has so many pieces like he's not making mistakes he's just letting the game come to him which is yeah. great um he's not <clears throat> He's not going to give you like 400 passing yards in a game, but he's just doing enough to get the wins, which is really all you need in that offense. Yeah. You need a game manager, which is what he's proved to be. He's the perfect quarterback for Matt, uh, Kyle Shanahan. I almost said yeah. Matt. Who the fuck is Matt <laughs> Shanahan? But <laughs> yeah, the only other thing from this game I wanted to say was uh, Josh Dobbs. He's, I think he's cemented himself as like, a backup quarterback for the foreseeable future now in the for NFL. Sure. I mean, Kyler's definitely going to start when he comes back, but yeah. Um, if I mean, Josh Dobbs looks solid. Yeah. Two touchdowns. Both of them went to Michael Wilson, but yeah, let's move 
unless you got something else. I'm Let's good. move to Sunday night football. The Chiefs versus the Jets in MetLife Stadium. This was the Swifty Bowl 2.0, basically. <laughs> um, this was actually surprisingly close. I thought the Chiefs were going to run away with it. But um, Zach Wilson, I thought maybe this could be a turnaround game because he was actually yeah. looking pretty solid. 245 yards and two touchdowns. He got caught looking up at Kelsey's mom at one point. But uh, <laughs> but uh, he still fumbled the game away at the end. What'd you say? Looking at Donna, checking her out. Donna. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. This was a definitely right up there with the surprise game of the week. It was uh, really the Titans and and the Jets. Uh, there were two huge surprises this week. I thought this game was going to be a blowout, but uh, mm-hmm. I mean Zach Wilson, he looked competent. He looked pretty decent. He connected with Lazard a couple times. Connected yep. with Wilson and. Uh, much to my liking. I mean, Wilson's a phenomenal talent. So, or Garrett Wilson is a phenomenal talent. I hope that he can keep a good, <laughs> yeah. a good, uh, good connection with him. So he helps out my fantasy team. But I'm uh, still mad that Rodgers isn't there. Garrett Wilson would probably be like leading the league in receptions right now. Garrett Wilson would be phenomenal yards. with Aaron Rodgers or uh, really anyone else. But um, <laughs> yeah, I will say Zach Wilson did look good this game. Uh, the Chiefs are two and zero with Taylor Swift in attendance. Um, but they should have won the games that uh, that they played anyway. Uh, however, I will say it's clear that Pat, Patty Mahomes is forcing the ball to Travis with mm. Taylor Swift in attendance. So he yeah. threw two interceptions and nearly fumbled the ball this game. And I yep. think there was another almost third interception that was dropped. So uh, they're just caught up in the love story and they had to shake it I off so. and focus on their next game and not the, the Taylor Swift, Kelsey, uh, yeah, get Swift out of here. Two games is enough. Yeah. Let him get back to to the Chiefs. <laughs> I saw she was uh she was rocking the uh the Kelsey split jersey. So she's rocking uh, the Eagles Chiefs one because she's a huge Eagles fan. Of course she is. Yeah, I mean she's from uh, she's from Reading, which is like uh kind of near Philly. So mm. I know where Reading is. That's I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I will say that Mahomes did have his ankle taped up last game, so he he might have been playing slightly hurt, but that's not really an excuse for him because he is the best QB in the game, so he shouldn't really yeah. be having games like this. Um, Pacheco kind of saved him, though. He had 115 yards and a tutty. Yeah, it, so. was a, it was a come-home game for him. He's a Jersey guy. He went to, uh, he went to Rutgers, and um, really a come-home game for, for Pacheco, and he just had an all-out performance like it was a career high for him in like all across the mm-hmm. board so good for him on uh having such a good game yeah chiefs get back to chiefing all right let's move to the worst game of the freaking week in my opinion monday night football why are the giants still in prime time <laughs> yeah the seahawks came into metlife and just manhandled the giants and uh took it 24 to 3 the offense didn't really have to do anything in this one because the defense they were everywhere. They had 11 sacks, a pick six, and the Giants couldn't get anything going. Daniel Jones, once again, running for his life. The Giants really needed to win this one. They have a tough schedule. Uh, I think they got the Dolphins coming up. That's not going to really be – I mean, maybe it'll be a little easier. The Dolphins' defense isn't good, but we'll talk about that next time. Um, yeah, the Giants, they, they need Saquon, and they need – Andrew Thomas back before it's too late, which it might already be. Yeah. 
the they just can't do anything. It's it's disgusting to watch. The fans are getting pissed. Dayball is losing his shit on the sidelines. Him and DJ got into a little bit in this one, which was not fun to see. It's just it's it's looking like it might turn into a disaster year for the whole team, and it's not fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, early on, you uh, it was pretty pretty competitive early on. It, your pass rush was there. It was nice to see uh, see Thibodeau get involved a little bit there, and um, finally, but man, your line, your line is fucking terrible, dude. Uh, I mean, you already know that, but uh, it's about like as sturdy as a house of cards in a windstorm. It, it can't <laughs> it can't do anything. Can't hold up. And Danny Dimes is running for his life full game. It's tough. Uh, It was tough. Yeah. At this point, I know you asked me, I think before we started recording, if the Giants should be looking for a quarterback in the offseason. And honestly, maybe. Like, I like Daniel Jones. He's very talented. And uh, I think with the right team, he could be a playoff caliber quarterback, maybe even Super Bowl. But uh, this is not the one. He can't can't uh, function. Can you trade him? for picks and then use those picks to reestablish the offensive line, draft a quarterback, mm. um, really have some consistency there on the offense. Yeah. That's an interesting prospect. I don't think it'd be possible in this year just because of all, all the money that the giants would have to eat since he just got paid. Yeah. Um, but that is an interesting prospect. Like if he, he went to the jets, maybe they'd be something right. Just the other New York team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Giants definitely have to at least look at the quarterbacks in the offseason if if it continues like this, because what's the point in having like a $40 million quarterback if we're just going to be losing all these games because we can't compete? Right. And the thing is, with this draft, you could get a good quarterback in the second round. You don't even have to good get point. one in the first. Like, you can get Bo Nix in the second. Um, so, I mean, someone like Bo Nix coming in or uh, – uh, you know a little bit more about the quarterbacks in the draft if they might be able to slide maybe Phoenix Jr. Um, yeah, with with these guys, I think um, Spencer. Rattler. That is a good point. I think we could we could draft somebody in like the second or third. Uh, Terod Taylor, our backup, is going to be a free agent, so we do have an opening there. Um, I think they'd probably go for they you know they they like Josh Allen with the Bills. That's what they came from. So I think they'd probably want to go with some someone with somewhat of a style like him, like maybe a Michael Penix. Maybe, maybe Sanders, but I doubt, I don't know if he'd even be there in the second. Maybe mm. uh, that'd be an in- interesting Sanders in New York. I don't know if I would like it, but he's, he's got the personality for New York. Um, yeah. Some other guys would be interesting there too, but I'd have to, I'd have to look at the list. Off the Quinn top of my head. What's that? Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers. I mean, Hey, maybe there's some throw interesting his, ones. Throw for his sure. mullet again. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, that, uh, uh, that pretty much sums it up. Though. Unless you got something else for this game, you can talk about the Seahawks if you want. They they just didn't have to do much, really. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have much to talk about them. I mean, the the Seahawks. That I only watched the first half of this game, to be honest. Um, the Seahawks, though, they're they just did enough. I feel like they didn't yeah. overperform in any particular area, but they did enough. Yeah, the Seahawks looked like they could be a playoff team, but I don't think they have enough to be like a deep playoff team right now. So we'll see as the year goes on. Yeah, they definitely need to make some strides. I know like deep playoffs is their aspiration, and I had them winning their division this year. That 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 
looks like it's not going to happen. Uh, it's yeah. going to be the 49ers, but um, unless Brock Purdy gets Brock Purdy gets hurt, not sure, but um, that's really the only the only really outlook they have to win the division. So uh, unless something drastically changes, or they they could be one of those teams that makes a, makes a trade for one or two pieces that really puts them over mm-hmm. the top, like San Francisco did last year for McCaffrey. So um, we'll see. There's still a lot of football we play this year, so. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that sums up this week's um, recap, though. Uh, some fun games. Uh, looking forward to this next week, though. There's some even more fun games. So make sure you check us out with that video, too. Um, yeah, like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what you think, what's going on here. Um, if you agree, disagree with anything we're saying. Uh, Fred, where can people find us? Check us out wherever you get your podcast. Check us out on Instagram. We're putting out fantasy advice on on the daily and uh, a couple profiles uh, every week on Tuesdays and Thursdays for waiver wires and stardom situm. So check it out. Win your week. Win your league. All right. Until next time, my flea bags and flea bag nation. Peace. Mm-hmm.